In the gallant days when history hung on the flight of an arrow or the slash of a sword. When feudal barons ravaged the countryside to live in pomp and splendor. When one man alone dared challenge the might of his country's oppressors. Robin Hood, outlaw of Sherwood Forest and his stalwart band. Robbing the rich to feed the poor. Ready to fight for king, for country, or for maiden fair. Now this forest is wide. Can shelter and clothe and feed a band of good determined men. Good swordsmen, good archers, good fighters. Are you with me? It's Errol Flynn as Robin Hood. Olivia de Havilland as Maid Marian. Claude Rains, Basil Rathbone, and a cast of thousands. Reliving history's most colorful adventure. I suppose you realize the penalty for killing a king's deer is death. Are there no exceptions? Will you come with me? To Sherwood. I have nothing to offer you but a life of hardship and danger, but we'd be together. Because I love you, Robin, I'd come. Even the danger would mean nothing if you were with me. Let me ram those words down his throat, Your Highness. From this night on, I use every means in my power to fight you. Welcome to Movie Humpers. Got my Memphis hat on. Hello, Memphis. I'm Bob Sham. I'm Angela. The sounds you hear. Probably dogs. Panting. Panting. Coughing. Because it's hot. Licking. Adolescent power fantasy is this month. Right. Yes. And for the Mondays when we're looking back at our vintage selections last week, we talked about. That was made two years after the movie we're talking about today. Which is crazy to me. But this movie we're talking about today also has Basil Rathbone. It does. I've become a Basil Rathbone fan. This also has one of our favorite ladies from Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, Una O'Connor. Una O'Connor. Who played Millie in Bride of Frankenstein. I love her. She's best in this. She's playing a little bit more toned down than Bride of Frankenstein, but essentially the same exact character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, remember the monk that sounded like he... (laughs) Smoke four packs a day? Yes. He also plays Friar Tuck. We're talking about Eugene Pallet. I made a, such a dumb joke when the movie started. I was like, what if it's the same Friar? It was and the it same was the same Friar. Yeah. Adventures of Robin Hood, 1938, directed by Michael Curtis. Michael Curtis, prolific filmmaker who also made the movie Casablanca and, really? and Mildred Pierce. I've never seen that one. He directed Captain Blood, which was an earlier Errol Errol Flynn movie we'll be discussing next week, and established Hollywood royalty. And this movie, uh, it stars Errol Flynn, Claude Rains, Basil Rathbone, Uh Olivia de Havilland, who became a big star Mm -hmm. through uh, Michael Curtis movies as well. This movie, it cost around $2 million to make, which is pretty damn huge in 1938. That is a lot. And it was, at that time, the most expensive movie ever made. Interesting. And it made around $4 million. Movies literally cost a quarter. This movie made $4 million. That's amazing. This is a fun movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is the story of Robin Hood. It seems like a lot of Robin Hood we get. Looking up the styles of Robin Hood, like... Is this the the first time that Robin Hood was all green and shit? He was bright green. But apparently, maybe he wasn't quite as bright green, but I guess green and Robin Hood has been associated with the lore. It makes sense because he's hiding in a forest. Like the the Howard Pyle 
collection of stories, folklore stories handed down. What we're all running on here when it comes to Robin Hood lore. Errol Flynn, he probably wasn't quite as good as as uh, the Robin Hood himself. Like, you know, when he's with Olivia de Havilland, she's too old for him. She He would prefer around 15. Oh, is he skeezy? He liked younger girls. And there was some uh, scandal surrounding him dating teenage girls. You know, watching this after having watched The Mark of Zorro last week, it's very hard not to compare these two, like, leading men of the time. That's kind of what we're meaning to do anyway. Well, I'm just going to say, hands down, Tyrone Power. It seems like... So much more charismatic. We got Yeah, yeah. And, And it's not that Errol Flynn isn't, but he does... He is, Errol Flynn is kind of breathlessly charming in his own way. But there was something about Tyrone Power that felt different. Tyrone Power embodied the more tall, dark, and handsome kind of thing. Maybe. And we got some great action, some great sword fighting again. Absolutely. With Basil Rathbone in this movie. Love him. But I won't say it's better than the Mark of Zorro sword fight. I still prefer that one. Same. But next we're going to talk about Captain Blood, which was an Errol Flynn breakout role. Was part of the reason it was so expensive because it was in color? Because, like, the wasn't te- that just starting oh, to happen? Yes, the Technicolor was a, definitely a big part of the expense. Because it was so bright and on Very purpose bright. so bright. And, and just thinking, when, when you said me, when you told me it was two years before Mark of Zorro, I was kind of surprised. Mm. But Mark of Zorro really, it worked well in black and white. Yeah, yeah. This could have, but I see the need to have Robin Hood in green. Sometimes, you know, you you look back and you see the old Technicolor movies and, like, it's what they had, right? But, like, it's not, like, the greatest. I, I don't think it feels... Because it doesn't feel like the color as we're seeing it. Right. It definitely feels... Hyper. A, hyper, brighter. Yeah. And I don't think it works going back. Like, there are some old movies you go back in Technicolor, often, like, westerns and shit. And, like, you can get some nice distant shots, but otherwise it seems like it'd be fine in black and white. But this one felt like you were watching a comic book. Yes. Which is appropriate, considering the theme this month of adolescent power fantasy. Absolutely. And the roots of adolescent power fantasy. And even, like, Robin Hood and his little buddy, Will Scarlet, who's dressed in red. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the character, the comic characters of, like, Green Arrow and... Green Arrow had a little buddy named Speedy as a sidekick back in the day. And what color did Speedy dress in? Red. Red. Absolutely that was drawn from this. Errol Flynn shit. A lot of these guys that were making these characters years later, especially in the the Marvel days, they were all about this fucking movie. Because this movie was like a big time fun action movie that a lot of people remembered fondly. Like the same way we would remember... Terminator 2 or some shit like that. Absolutely. Well, and even even earlier than that, you know, the animated Robin Hood, there's a very real... I know that's not a different 73. thing, but looking at this movie, it's like you could compare stills of like Robin Hood's costume in the archery tournament is what the Robin Hood is his like stork character or whatever is wearing mm-hmm. in the tournament. Like they look the same. It's so very Una O'Connor looked like that chicken in the seventy three Robin Hood. She absolutely looked like that they chicken. They look like the animals. 
Um, Little John looked like a bear. Looked like a fucking snake, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, I did think this was like a lot of fun. This movie, I did too. But I still think maybe it's just because we grew up on it. I do still think the '73 Robin Hood, and I think that's just because of the animation and the time it's from. Like we really, we just we're very fond of that movie. Honestly, the animated film is gets sadder. Yeah. And sweeter one thing than I, this movie did. That's true. Uh, one thing I like about the animated movie is that it seems like the cast is split by like these southern actor voices and and British people. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like you'll notice in the animated Robin Hood, it sounds redneck as shit. Like half yep. the movie, which is kind of nodding, kinda, nodding. Hang yeah, on. like the sheriff. <laughs> but yeah, this Robin Hood, Errol Flynn, the man, he's popping off quick right mm-hmm. and he's meet and we see him meeting the merry men he's with his homie will scarlet you don't see will sometimes in robin hood adaptations you don't see a will scarlet no because little john becomes the one he also had much in this yeah yeah and so he kind of had three main dudes mm-hmm. in this movie which i wasn't expecting you typically there's the one and it's all about the politics between the saxons and the normans the normans are the ones in charge and the saxons are more of the Everyday people, I might have that backwards. No, you, you Normans are. There's a part where Marion specifically says, "I'm embarrassed to be a Norman." So yeah, I remember yeah. that she's sure, a Norman. Sure. So she is the ward of King Richard, but King Richard has gone off to fight the Crusades, and right. he got captured, and so allegedly his allegedly, and so his brother, the prince, has taken over because he Cloud Reigns. Cloud Reigns, whose haircut I want that. I want that wig. <laughs> I want. What if I got a wig just like that and I wore it like every day? Like you were like, come pick me up from the doctor's office, mm. and I come in and I'm rocking that do. What do you do? I wouldn't love it, but I love you. And I walked in and I was like, honey, my hair and I are here to pick you up, and I'm going to need exactly what it would be. And I attempt to get a tax from everyone in the <laughs> doctor's office. Under the guise that it's a ransom to get him released. I never heard that part uh, (laughs) of this story, but they do try to say that it's to get King Richard to pay his ransom. Yeah, yeah. Now, Basil Rathbone plays this guy of, I forget the town he's from, guy of something. I don't know. Alliteration. It's also a G town. Yeah, but he is again in love with a woman who he cannot have. Right. He loves He's Maid Marian. Yeah. He loves Maid Marian. He wants to take her hand. She's kind of like toying with the idea at the beginning of the movie. Well, at the beginning, she's <laughs> like, fuck a Saxon motherfucker. She's as bad as they are. Yeah. And then Errol Flynn has to come up after he robs her uh, <laughs> her protectors in front of him. Then he has them like hang out and party, which I, I thought was actually kind of cool. I love that. It was the Sheriff of Nottingham and Basil Rathbone. The Sheriff of Nottingham is a total pussy. He He runs away all the time. So, yes, he is a scaredy cat. But they dress them up in these outfits and make them look very silly. Yeah. I loved that part. It's kind of like the opposite, again, of what, like, the animated does. Because in the animated, Robin Hood and Little John dress up silly and, like, go and rob them. But in this one, they, like... Take them prisoner and make them look silly. It is, it is true that this the Adventures of Robin Hood 38 is a lot more upbeat than the... I mean, not that the 73 Robin Hood doesn't have its upbeat moments, but it is it does go a little darker. It does go darker. The darkest part of this one happens when they're there. He takes Maid Marian because she basically... She's refusing to eat and she doesn't want to talk to him. And then he's like, 
let me show you why I do this, right? Like, she asks him why, and he's like, come with me. And he takes her, like, kind of away from the party, and there's all these other people who have also been eating, but they're kind of on the side because a lot of them are injured. It's they've like they have kids, maybe. They've, they've been having, like, ears cut off, like, tongues split, like, very gruesome shit Just like Mark of Zorro. Yeah. Like, they're the same story, pretty much. That's what bad guys did back then. If you didn't give them what you wanted, they cut off parts of your body. We need to bring that back, the good old days. Bad guys just cutting our noses off. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) he takes her back and shows her all these people, and she still doesn't really get it because she's asking him, like, what is the reward? Why are you doing this? And he says to her, you really don't get it. It's not for a reward. I'm just doing what I have to do. And then she realizes, oh, he's got the good dick. And then that pussy gets so wet. (laughs) She stays wet until she she goes back. Yeah. Until the until the end of the movie. She's leaving a trail. She's in love with him. Out of out of the Sherwood forest into Nottingham. (laughs) Sometimes I wish people would like listen to like twenty episodes and it's like describe to me what our show is. (laughs) (laughs) We know we talk about movies, but how else would you describe it? I did hear in the comments. <laughs> I, I, I did have a reviewer on Documenteers once say that we were very irreverent, mm. but at the same time genuinely kind-hearted. They mean well, I think but that's they, a big compliment. Like they're crude, but they mean well. That balances. I think that's the balance we bring. Yeah. We're going to talk about wet pussy snail trails, <laughs> and then we'll and then we'll cry watching After Sun. Right? Yes. Yes. Snail trail is a disgusting term. I kind of hate that. I can't believe you I kind of gagged in my own mind when I said that. I hate that you said that. <laughs> I hate that you said that. Anyway. Me- meanwhile, Robin's meeting the fat friar who smokes a lot but is oh, good yeah. at swords. He has uh, gets in a stick bout against Little John. Meets him. He's and, like recruiting people. Oh, here's a here's a Hollywood pop quiz. Who played Will Scarlet? In uh, the Kevin Costner Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. You're going to kick yourself if you don't remember this. Okay, I'm running down all the actors in that movie. It's not Morgan Freeman. Like uh, the kid, like remember when that kid said, Did God paint your face? Right. But it's not Morgan Freeman. Because I watched it so many times in the 90s. All right, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Pump up the... Volume? Yeah. Pump it up. Pump up the volume. He once, this guy once had a true romance. <gasps> That's right. It's Christian, it's Christian Slater. Slater. I know Christian Slater's in that movie because I was obsessed with him, but I didn't realize he, he was, played Scarlet. He was Will Scarlet. I haven't seen that shit in forever, but like. No, he, but I did love him. I was just trying to learn more about that yeah. character and he popped up. Like, That's oh. interesting. I wouldn't have thought that that was who he would have played. I honestly would have thought. In a direct line, he would have been much, maybe more. I know we're bringing up other Robin Hood movies, but like it's kind of hard not to because they're all based coming from these same stories. Mm -hmm. We're parsing through them, and there's even plenty more that we won't even bring up. I will bring up one more if that's okay. Yeah, and not to interrupt you, but I did. I do think that stylistically, like even like facial hair and everything, it's it's a it's a Carrie Elway's yeah men in tights. Well, men like in, the hypercolor. Men in Tights is spoofing specifically, specifically this movie. This one. Well, now I want to watch Men in Tights again because I've seen that a long time ago. But it is very because it's Mel Brooks. He's ancient, mm. even when he made Men in Tights. 
So what was the movie he remembered watching when he was a kid? This one. The Adventures of Robin Hood yeah. with Errol Flynn. Now, look, we all know the story of the Robin Hood. Steals from the rich, gives to the poor. It's all that. A lot more Norman Saxon, Norman Saxon, nut Saxon, right? <laughs> and, and Norman on my nut Saxon. Uh, Norman. Keep trying. Norman, you should come over and <laughs> suck my nut Saxon. No. Norman, try. I'll work on it. And <laughs> so we know the story, right? So the matter here is like, how's the action? How's the acting? Yeah. Well, I mean, you got Claude Rains, Basil Rathbone. Like they're chewing up their scenes. There's some. There's good villains in this. Claude Rains is really good in this. I mean, I love Claude Rains. I on. don't know that I've ever seen him in anything else. And if I have, I just don't know. I don't realize. Didn't know it was him. Remember the Visible Man? He's I've like, never seen. You that. want to see? Ha <laughs> ha! And he takes a. I only know. Maybe we'll mention watch. of him in in the Rocky Horror Picture Show song. Claude Rains was the Invisible Man. But he was. Delightfully evil. I loved so much when he was playing with Robin Hood. Like he very people were like, "I'm gonna get him." And he's like, "No, no, no, let him talk." Ah, let him approach. You know, you should really teach Gisborne hospitality. I no sooner enter his castle doors there with a piece of meat than his starving servants try to snatch it from him. You should feed them, Gisborne. They'll work better. With the compliments of your royal brother, King Richard, God bless him. By my faith, but you're a bold rascal. Robin, I like you. I'm gratified, Your Highness. That was a great scene. That was so great. And he was like sitting in the hall surrounded by men who wanted to murder him. Mm. And you could see him noticing what they were doing, like trying to like get up around him. Mm. But he was never afraid for one second. But it was, it was like Claude Rains was playing with him. Prince John was playing with him. Well, King Richard does eventually come back and he's kind of disguising himself. And so he walks up on Robin Hood's camp. It's like King Richard is testing him. No one recognizes anyone with a hat or a hood on. Adolescent power fantasy. Glasses, hood. No one can recognize you. You know? It's the king. You take it off, you take down your hood. he just has a hood on and no one knows who he is. <laughs> it's the king. I would imagine most people have never laid eyes on the king in this okay. time. Then also, though, people are trying to murder Robin Hood. They've sat next to him. They've seen him. They've looked him right in the face. Yeah. And then he shows up, and they don't know who he is King, just because he has a hat on. King Richard is testing the Mary... He Mar wears a hat. He's he's testing the Merry Men like like a girlfriend is like catfishing a boyfriend to see if she'll cheat on him, right? Oh, no. Like, she's started a new Instagram account be like, you want to come over and hit this? <laughs> That's what King Richard is doing to the Merry Men. He's like, do you think... <laughs> who fucks hotter, King Richard or Prince John? Unfortunately... The Merry Men are like, King Richard, we all want to be fucked by King Richard. And he's yeah. like, ha ha, and he pulls his head out. <laughs> Richard, the Lionheart. It actually was kind of sweet because Robin Hood was like, he's here. We have to find him. We must find him. And like King Richard's still in disguise. And he walks over to Robin, puts his hand on his arm and says, 
you do not need to search yeah. my friend or some bullshit. I kind of like to think that Rob... It's kind of sweet when he realized, like, oh, this man really is, does, like, is, like, holding it up for me right now. Yeah, Robin, Robin Hood's a bit of a cad, right? A bit of a charmer. A, a little bit of a con. Yeah. So I kind of like to think that he knew the whole time that was King Richard. That's more so he's So he's like, I want to put this on a, a little bit just so he knows that we're down It's what fun. he would have done. Anyway, though. It is. They were pretty much loyal to him for the whole movie. Maid Marian... It's more interesting if he, if your story is more interesting. Maid Marian got... I should rewrite Robin Hood. Maid okay. Marian got thrown into the dungeon. She's not oh, yeah. supposed to be able to be executed because she's a ward of King Richard, but she's going to get executed. But they all roll up and they John throw it down. John has to wait until he's the king. And a lot of Robin Hood iterations, the Sheriff of Nottingham is kind of like the big muscle bad. But it's the the Basil Rathbone guy character mm-hmm. that's really like the one who pushes his weight around the most. Yes. And yeah, we have another Basil Rathbone sword fight with Errol Flynn, and it's plenty good, plenty exciting. But and hopefully someday we'll watch Basil Rathbone win a sword fight, maybe, <laughs> and get the girl. But I'm becoming a fan of him in particular. Me too. And like Errol Flynn's fine. Uh, I do. I would prefer Tyrone Power. In terms of looks, I'm like, I have a, I've kind of have a man pr- crush on Tyrone. Tyrone Power. Power is more charming, yeah, than Robin Hood. It took me a little bit to warm up to Robin Hood or to, oh my God, Errol Flynn, yeah, as Robin Hood. But the second I saw Tyrone Power, I was like, oh, here we go. I'll this g- man is obviously the hero. I'll give this to Errol Flynn because he had on those bright green tights. He kind of was working an ass. I didn't even notice. He kind of had a little, little bit in the trunk. I'll try to find something. Didn't even notice. You I know what I did love? I could have swear I saw a little jiggle up in it. You know what I did love was the relationship between Bess, who's like the lady in waiting, mm-hmm. and Much, who's yeah. like this little dude. I know we've seen him before and stuff. I feel he, like I've heard his voice and yes, stuff. Yes, he's, he's like a familiar character. Yeah. But they had this like sort of love, like flirty, and then they obviously were having a relationship I don't know. I love that sort of like side story where we didn't get too many details, but just enough to know. I think I think this movie is uh, 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 just a, a ton. It's very breezy. Mm-hmm. It's nothing mm-hmm. that I felt like I had to study Mark of Zorro like a little bit more mm. in certain ways. Like I was very focused on it, and you know, it's just a well crafted, very expensive for its time film. And it does kind of show if you understand the context of the times. And also watching these old kind of adventure movies, I'm kind of really getting into the side characters, the old school character actors. Yeah, I kind of want to see like an old pirate film now. Next week. Is it? Captain Blood. Yeah. One of Errol Flynn's first adventure flicks. Directed by Michael Curtis. So Okay. You will get your wish. I'm excited. Next week's vintage adolescent power fantasy will be a pirate picture. Cool. Uh, but we're going to hump this movie, one through five. You're going to get one through five. Combined yes. for best out of ten for 1938's The Adventures of Robin Hood, directed by Michael Curtis. Yeah. I did very much enjoy this. I think it's a 3.5. I agree with you, dead on the money. This is a seven yeah. hump movie. Absolutely. If I ever saw one. All right. It is so far the best seven point movie. I love it. Do, 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 do. That's not this movie, but I love that song. It's been in my head. 
Oh, that movie is uh, at least an 8.25. My first crush was that cartoon fox. Errol Flynn, Tyrone Power, or that cartoon fox. Pick one. Now? Yeah. Hmm. And while you think about it, I'm going to show the score. Adventures of Robin Hood by Michael Curtis. The very versatile and prolific Michael Curtis. Seven. If I were to pick the fox, would I also be a fox? Or would it be like... No. No, okay, then I have to pick Tyrone Power. Wow. I almost tricked you into... uh, (laughs) I almost was going to scream bestiality (laughs) into the camera if you said that fox. You know I want a Catman baby. We know that. Yeah. But I don't want to have sex with an animal to get a cat man baby. I just want one to show up. We do have morals, you know. Yeah. All right. That's... uh, (laughs) Check the show notes for links and other places to find us. Do you remember this whole movie? Have you watched it? What do you think of Errol Flynn? Are you 15? He'd probably go out with you. But he's dead. (laughs) But if you are 15 and you want to date Errol Flynn, just get a flashlight and a shovel and go somewhere (laughs) Go somewhere in Hollywood, maybe. I'm sure he won't say no. Ouija board. Yeah, get a Ouija board. And, uh, yeah, hit like and subscribe for more disgusting sex uh, terminology (laughs) about getting wet and all that shit. (laughs) And genuine heartfelt feelings. And genuine heartfelt feelings. (laughs) All right, folks. uh, Yeah, we'll say bye now. Death to all traitors.